With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Here we got John Paul Morosi coming your way in about 20 minutes. MLB Network Insider, what happened with Carlos Correa and the Giants? How did he wind up a Met? But... We actually have uh, baseball trade news coming in as the Mets and Steve Cohen have done it again. Maybe much more difficult than obtaining Carlos Correa, they're able to trade away James McCann. James McCann, according to Jeff Passett of ESPN. And others now. Headed to the Baltimore Orioles for a player to be named later. So oh, a the, good haul in return yes, there. Well, this was, will you pay him so we don't have to? Yes. Or great. maybe they're paying part of the deal. And this is news? Uh, yes, it's news. How because this news? Because this pays for one month of Carlos Correa. <laughs> this is a national the, network. The That's $12 not news. million dollars pays for one month of Carlos Correa. So it's good. The Mets are... So in a baseball yeah. standpoint, Mr. Met, yes. it, instead of James... James McCann batting yeah. 195. They can bring up the minor league catcher. He can bat 195. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the number one prospect in all of baseball. Yeah, we could bring him up and Who's have him maybe catch not a ready bit. and batting 195. But it doesn't matter. We were, we had to we had, we had to be able to get some breathing room to be able to to make it work financially. Sure. Now Carlos Correa can play at least in April. A couple more trades have to happen to get him for May, <laughs> June, right. July, and August. It was a concern. But, yeah, 12 million dollars here for James McCann and, and 12 gets him million through April. The next year, this wasn't the end of his contract. No, so this is. Astounding. No, no, no. That's a bad deal the Mets got out of. Just everything's coming up Mets, man. Oh, 
who's going to get out? We get out of this deal. Yeah, no, no, we'll just trade him for. We don't want anything of in return. Course, of course, who signed him originally? It was the Mets gave him that money. It's yeah. not like the Mets assumed that contract yeah. originally. Yeah. But but that's all right. Now now Correa is Correa is actually good now for spring training and April. So that that's what the twelve million dollars is bought us. Yeah, that's right. Day. He could get an advance on the salary if he needs it. <laughs> Maybe get an apartment now. Uh, oh, I don't know. He's like, he doesn't have enough money to, to buy a house in New York City. Are you kidding? You Who gotta, does? You got to make more money than that. Are you not? <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, there are houses in New York. If you think if you think real estate in Los Angeles is insane, right? And, and, and big it cities, is. And, which which it is insane. In, in in L.A., Chicago, the big cities it is. Just every time I look at New York and I see so-and-so who's a big star, right? Like like some big media mogul selling their penthouse apartment. It's a three-and-three three with a bonus room, right? It's a three-bedroom, three-bathroom bonus room, 2,500 square feet, and it's sold for $16 million. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? For three and three, we're twenty five hundred square feet. It's sixteen well, million dollars. You think that it That's would at New least York. have a moat or something? Yeah. No, no, no. Not, what floor is it on? Oh, it's on the thirtieth floor. Is there an elevator? Nah. Some days, some days there is, some days there isn't. <laughs> That's good luck bringing up that piano. I mean, it's it's that it's that it, 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 it. That's what I I don't understand so much about people. Yeah, yeah. I, I got this great penthouse apartment in New York. Yeah, and and what do you do? Well, if I want to go somewhere, I gotta I gotta get dressed and I gotta get on the elevator, go down 30 floors, and I got to go out. I and can't I gotta, park anywhere. No, I got to walk to the garage where the car is parked, yeah. and I got to get it there, and I got to pull you it. You remember there. the old Odd Couple episode where they won a car on local radio at the beginning of the episode? Oh, that's right. Ro- Robin, right. Robin Chris? Bob <laughs> Parker. May as well have been. They won a new car. A new car! But they live in New York, so they had to spend the whole rest of the episode trying to park it and getting up earlier in the morning, and it was ridiculous. It, it is, it was so true to life, it was hilarious. You know, I I I don't know. I kind of like Rob Parker and Chris Broussard buying a car and them arguing over who got to drive it. They would just put the drivers just put the wheel on my side when I'm driving and go on your side when you're driving. That's all. We'll take it out, and put it on. That's all we're doing. That's all I want to do. And then we eat wings in the back. That's all. That's it. I mean, that, that I'd like to see. He would bet wings on who could park better. <laughs> Hey, you're talking to a guy who nailed the parallel park on the first try and, and thus passed my road test in New York on the first try. Really? Like for in high school or getting the yeah. license? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is one of the great moments of my life. I mean, seriously, because I was a horrendous driver. It took me a long time to really learn how to drive well. So when you go through driver's ed, like there's like three or four people in your car. I was easily the worst driver in my car. All my friends, I was the worst driver. I was, I was, I was, I just wasn't good. The I mean, instructor was yeah. in the front and they could put on the brakes also on yes. their side of the car. Yes, he yeah. he used his side of the brakes quite a lot when I was driving. <laughs> and it came but the big but the rule in New York is I don't know other places where it is is that if you fail to parallel park on the first try, you automatically fail the road test. Oh. You automatically fail. It's it's it's, it's okay. We'll pull pull him back in, you know, good luck, you know, schedule your road test again so next time. So you still don't time. have your license right? in New York. No, no, no. So <laughs> I'm going and all my friends he I had go, to double date for the prom. And I go, I'm just going to fail. I'm just going to fail cuz I'm never going to I'm never going to get this on the first try. And I was one of the last people in my grade to actually go for my road test because of my birthday I was I was one of the youngest ones in the class and all my friends went and they all failed. Oh, I missed the parallel park. Oh, I hit the curb. I did this. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm never going to pass. I'm never going to 
to do it. So my uncle brings me, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. This is going to be. I'm, I'm just going to. I don't know. I'm going to. I'm going to fail. So That's I'm doing positive. Yeah, I'm doing the road test. Everything is fine. You know. Hand, all right. He goes. All right. Now pull over here and, and parallel park. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, I got a pretty decent uh, room here to parallel park. All right. Let me see. So I do it and I nail it. And I go. I just stop uh, and I go. Oh, I go. Oh my god! I just <laughs> nailed the parallel park. It's great. The guy says, very nice. I want you to make a, a broken U-turn. Uh, I said, okay, great. So I pull out to go down the road to make a broken U-turn. He goes, stop the car, stop the car. I stopped. He goes, what are you doing? And I said, you said a broken U-turn. I go, yeah, from where we were. Why did you pull out into? Why did you pull out on the road? I went, Do you, you just nailed the parallel park. Do you want to fail the road test because you didn't listen to me? And I go, no, sir. I really thought you wanted to pull. Out. I'll do the I'll do the K-turn right now. I did the K-turn. I came back. He said, all right. He goes, hey, nice job. And I walked out. And I it was like I was I, I was like in the air walking back to my uncle going, Uncle Jim, I passed. I passed. I went into school the next day, and it was like I walked with my middle fingers up for all my friends going, I passed. You all make fun of me, and I passed well, my road test. Attitude. And nobody thought I did. So it was shocking. So it would be yes. like, you know, the Mets winning the World Series. Yes, it was It was that shocking. Yes, it, but or it, a playoff game, Steve. It, it was the 80s <laughs> when we were good, so it was the 80s. But none of my friends believed me. They no, said, I mean, yeah, now. no, no. You know. yeah. Oh, well, we did win one playoff game against the, the Padres. We okay. believed it once. Play-in game, yes. But they, they, no one believed me. They're like, yeah, no, you didn't. you're just lying. And they thought I was lying for like months. Don't you months. get a slip of paper? Yes, and I had to bring it in. I, had to, I finally brought it. Well, what I had to do is it took me a couple weeks to go, yeah, you're going to get the slip and showing you passed, you have your permit. So I had to wait till I actually got my permit until, and I had to wait however many weeks it was for them to say. It's probably like two or three weeks. Uh, maybe it was a month until I got it. I brought it in, I go, here, blank you, blank you, blank oh, so you, So that's where that you. comes from on the show. Oh, yeah, man. I was so excited about that. I, everybody else is a better driver, and I got my license It's just first. a tape recorder of you. That's was, where they gets played on it was, this show. It was so exciting. You were ahead of your time at Photoshop. I I was. And, and you know, and I don't talk to anybody from high school anymore. I wonder if there's a court. <laughs> uh, the Chase and Smith Show is Steve DeSager. Can I mention as you talk Mets and James McCann yes. somehow being able to be uh, traded? I do want to hear the details of that whenever they come out. Or maybe he'll fail his Oh, physical. they're out. Maybe, maybe he'll still be with the Mets. <laughs> It'll fall through. Uh, oh, stop. It's only $12 million. It's a, it's, And next year's $12 million. It's pocket change. It's pocket change yeah. for, for, for yeah. Steve And Cole. Bobby Bonilla's $12 million. That's what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, if the Padres can do that, right? We want to get rid of this contract so much, we'll just pay most of the contract. Can you take him, please? Uh, but the great Giants writer, Andrew Baggerly, for The Athletic, mentioned that he's in the Bay Area. That the Giants press conference has been postponed. That was the only sentence from the Tuesday morning email. And that the Giants flagship radio station had a complete lineup of players and executives from the team already booked. It was supposed to be a whole day. And then the ceremonies, no interviews, no ceremony, no callbacks to people saying, what's up? We had this guy scheduled. It was a complete disaster on Tuesday, and then now we get late last night the news that yeah he's he's officially not. So wait a, a second, those hosts giant. those hosts had to talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you know what they did instead? Let's do our they the warrior- bagged on this shortstop who is going to be our savior. No, no, no. It was going to be let's switch. What what are we going to do instead? We're going to do it's our, a bad contract anyway. Are the Warriors done? And how great is Brock Purdy? Okay, great. And here's the phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Brock. Yeah. Let's call oh, that good. number. How great is Brock Purdy? Is Brock Purdy well, better than Tom Brady already? You know <laughs> the host couldn't pick up the Warriors and say because what are the Warriors going to win on the road? No, this is a question. 
question already answered. Look what ha- the Warriors were on the road tonight. They're, they were down 42 to 14 late in the first quarter at Brooklyn tonight. We got everybody all set. What happened? Well, there's no player. What? Yeah, there's no player. Did he walk in and say, I resign as SS of the SF- SFG like Belichick did to the Jets? Is that how it walked out? No, oh, he had the press it. conference, though. No, right? It was the next day Belichick said, you know, that whole coaching for the Jets thing? Mm. <laughs> That's a no. No. I'm just, I'm not. No. That's it. You know, really, I, I really can't wait to find out just exactly what it was for the Giants because the, the quote it, disagreement it, over the medical. Yeah, because the medical court. You know, if you're believing Scott Boris, and all he said was it was something from the medical like 12 or 15 years ago. And if that's the case, and you're like, okay, you're worried about something medical from 12 years well, ago. Well, obviously that's the disagreement. They think right. it applies now. The Giants. Right. How does it apply when the guy's now 28 and he's played great for so long? I'm, I'm pretty sure whatever medical issue he it had. It applies because it would have been a 13-year contract. So right. You'd right. like to get 13 years of baseball out of that. Yes, exactly. And you would, th- oh, maybe at the end. But do, you re- do, do the Mets really think you're going to get baseball at the end of the contract from Correa? I mean, seriously. Well, it's a we, different we really ownership think, group. Yeah. You really think? In the last five years, who knows what baseball is going to be in seven years, what the sal- what the salaries are going to be like. Everybody's going into that the same way, thinking the next five or seven years is what we're going to worry about, and then the last five after that, we'll figure it out. right? We can pay people off. Who knows where it's going to be? The finance, the game is growing. You're looking at money you're going to be making over the course and projections. Yeah, that's, what, that's how everybody is proceeding with it is, okay, yeah, let's deal with reality as the next five to seven years. So for Correa, it's from 28 to at least 35. Then the last five years, all right, we'll figure it out. right? We'll figure out with the last five years. Maybe they all won't be bad. Maybe we'll move on. Maybe we'll buy them out. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to do? But that that's how everybody is proceeding. So I can't believe the Giants are suddenly, oh, we're worried about the medical thing, which is why I, I'm telling you, if it came down to it, if you said to me, what was it right now? It's they got cold feet. They got cold feet about giving them nah, that contract, and they were concerned. Well, with this, they had already do we really told want to do it. Brandon Crawford, you got to learn another position. Yeah, now, now they know. Short stuff. Hey, Brandon, I got good news and bad news for you. What's that? <laughs> well, the bad news is we're not as good as we were. Okay, what's the good news? You're still a shortstop. Hey! And now they're bringing Buster Posey back. <laughs> No, you know what would be great is if they uh, they tell him, okay, you're the shortstop again, and tomorrow they sign Dansby Swanson. Hey, sorry <laughs> about that, but we uh, remember we told you Correa. Now, okay, yeah, now we're signing Dansby Swanson. Sorry about that. Man. The difference with the Giants owner, Megabucks, and say the Clippers owner, Megabucks, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the Clippers owner, Steve Ballmer, has the most money of any American sports owner. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, Steve, Steve Cohen has more money. He has the most money. He's the richest owner in sports. Okay, because Ballmer is what fifteen to twenty billion. It's just ridiculous mm-hmm. amounts of money, and he, I mean, he paid two billion for the Clippers. We could just stop the conversation right there. Yeah. That proves it. <laughs> two billion back then for the Clippers. <sighs> okay, but the difference is he bought into a salary cap league, the NBA, and he needed to build his own arena. They're just renters in downtown L.A. where the Lakers play. And he is, next to the Ram Stadium, building his own arena. And the Clippers are going to move there in a couple years. Mets don't need a new stadium. They have one. And they're not in a salary cap league. And they have an owner who doesn't care about the luxury, even though the luxury tax gets, quote, prohibitive, right? It gets Mm -hmm. punitive. Uh, When you're repeat offenders, like the Dodgers don't want to be, it really goes up. When you go massively over the luxury tax, like the Mets are this postseason, Mm -hmm. it really charges you more. They don't care. No, and I look just here. Steve Cohen just bought the Clippers. 
So that just had just happened while you just happened right here. Uh, Twitter at this is how rich Balmer is. Is there was a dispute down the street where the Forum is located in Inglewood, where the Lakers used to play. It's a concert venue. Mm -hmm. They didn't want another arena coming in because it might be stealing concert dates, right? So Steve Ballmer just bought the forum. I mean, <laughs> that settles that problem. So you just pay people. It's like uh, UCLA paying off Cal to get out. It's just, <laughs> okay, fine. Does this end the conversation? Can we go already? Uh. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The Jason Smith Show. Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. Uh, coming up next, what exactly did happen with Carlos Correa? Where are the next big moves going to be made as we get into another hot off season? As the Mets are now public enemy number one in Major League Baseball. Oh, one of our favorite guests of the year. His last appearance with us in the calendar year 2022. Coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Steve DeSager from the TireRack.com studios. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! 
Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurow Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Steve DeSager in from Mike Harmon. What's in the bag? A shark or something? It is the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Well, a night that did not go how any of us thought, a late night story after we got off the air last night. Carlos Correa, no longer a giant now a member of the proud New York Mets franchise, over $300 million. Still, the medicals are the big issue. What happened? What's the next big domino to fall in Major League Baseball? Joining us now on the hotline, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, Baseball Insider. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Morosi. It is John Paul Morosi. And, JP, I do have a new bit of news for you here. You might want to sit down. Um, I've just gotten the news. Steve Cohen has bought your house, the hospital your wife is a doctor at. In fact, he's bought most of the hospitals in the state of Michigan. Uh, So now you are now working for Steve Cohen. Love it, uh, and, and good evening. I, I actually thought, Jason, I, I'm, I'm not sure how much longer we can go on this thread of conversation because it was my understanding that I was brought on as the local Michigan-based expert to discuss the Lions' victory over the Jets on Sunday. That was, my understanding was that's what we are going to talk about. Am, am I mistaken there? Okay, you, you, we can talk about that if you can tell me two players right now who play for the Lions. Uh, Jared Goff. Okay, I knew you'd get Jared Goff. Give me one Jared more. Jared Goff, and that's that's all I got. Jared Goff. I would have accepted Billy Sims. I would yep. have accepted Eric Hipple. I would have accepted Calvin Johnson. I would have accepted Herman Moore. Those are all yeah. acceptable answers. So, so Steve, Steve may be familiar with this, but uh, I am I am the person in America who knows the least about the NFL. I, I was I was at I was at uh, my kids' elementary school the other day picking up. Uh, my daughter's from school, and uh, the dads naturally start asking me what I think about the Lions. And I said, to be honest with you guys, and I pointed to the entire playground, I said, everybody here, including the kids, knows more about the Lions <laughs> than me. But he makes up for it with his college hockey knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Right. College hockey, I can talk all day. Uh, World Cup, I love. I can talk about that all day. Uh, and, of course, the NHL, World Juniors, love it. Major League Baseball, of course, that's my jam. But the NFL, I have got nothing. Just ab- I'm an absolute zero. But that, that makes it even better that I'm asking people around town, hey, the Lions are apparently good again. And they said, yeah, what do you think? And they're going into the reasons and Dan Campbell and, and the defensive setup and, and field goal kicking specialties have been good. I said, yep, yeah. um, couldn't tell you anything, but the fact that they beat the Jets, and so I get a chance to mention it, mention it to my good buddy Jason Smith. That, that's the whole point. Yeah, hey, the Lions are good. You know who else is really good? The Mets. The Mets. Boy, yeah. the so, Mets. Hey, so first, first I'm, of all. I'm glad you brought it back around yeah, yeah, to, the, to the principal reason here. Um, I'll say this. Uh, Steve Cohen is great for baseball. And I know there, there are probably some divergent opinions about that subject right now, uh, such as maybe the 29 other teams in Major League Baseball. But, um, <laughs> but he, is, he is single-handedly bringing the sport forward from a standpoint of investing in his roster, competing. This is, remember, the one sport in our country that does not have a salary cap. 
and and it is the one sport, therefore, that that a very motivated, very wealthy owner can make the greatest difference. And I I think that for a sport that has perhaps at times moved in the direction of groupthink about very highly analytical valuations of players. And listen, there's, there are plenty of objective reasons for, uh, for doing that. And you look at the success of the Rays and the Guardians, I get that. But darn it, this is a capitalistic sports competitive enterprise, and there is something old-fashioned and awesome when a billionaire owner wakes up, or in this case last night, stays up and says, you know what? I want that player, and I'll pay a quarter of a billion dollars to get him. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I want to win the World Series with the most superstars that I can, and let's go out there and get Carlos Correa. And I, I love that. I'm sorry. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, it's great for the game. It's exciting. Uh, are, are there going to be owners that don't love it? Sure. But this is competition. That's why we love sports. It's the, comp- it's the competitive aspect of it. And I can't get enough of what Steve Cohen's bringing to the sport right now. Nobody is doubting the talent of Carlos Correa. He was, after all, drafted number one overall a decade ago and has been in a ton of playoff games. Is there any negative to this signing, moving positions? Is he a fit? Is this going to work out from day one? Well, and that's a great question, Steve. A couple things there. I mean, obviously, first and foremost, there is the the, the medical question. Was this a was this something that the Giants' specific standard on the physical was was the one that was in play? Is this a broader question of his health? I think we'll find out with with the Mets' medical review. And, and again, every every medical review, every quote unquote physical is different because every doctor is different. Every, uh, every, the opinion of every orthopedist, while obviously this is a very objective profession, it's not necessarily uniformly so. And so there, there are going to be some variances. And the Giants in recent years have been known as one of the more stringent teams on medicals as the Orioles were in previous years. And so I, I think that there's a really good chance that Carlos is going to stay healthy and have a great career in New York. He is someone who has sought the big market and the bright lights. And once, uh, I, I think especially once he saw his successor in, in Houston, Jeremy Pena, become the toast of the town, Carlos basically said, I want to go to the biggest, brightest place I can go and be the dude and, and win a championship and, and stamp my status as one of the five greatest stars in the game. I think San Francisco would have been a great place for him to do it, Obviously, it didn't work out, and as soon as uh, his representation was given word that, that the medical review went against them, that was one of the great pivots I have seen in the history of sports or any negotiation anywhere, to land on his feet with a double, triple somersault in the middle of the air and, and, uh, and, and land with a perfect landing, which is exactly what he did. So uh, I realize he's switching positions. He's a good friend of Francisco Lindor. They'll be teammates in the spring with, with the Puerto Rican national team. I, I think it's going to work out just fine. I think Carlos realizes that that's where he had to go to get that combination of money and bright lights. And, and he's a pretty smooth guy, and I think he's going to know exactly what to say and how to handle things when he shows up to spring training. 
All right, now, now help us out here, JP, because we haven't gotten a lot of information on just how this fell through with the Giants. Obviously, the Giants saw something on his medical that they didn't like, and it's kind of a head-scratcher because the guy's been healthy for eight years. He's a great player. What could they possibly have seen? Why was there so much time in between when they agreed on the deal and the doctors? That's something Scott Boris talked about today. Uh, try to take us inside that what you're hearing about how this fell through with the Giants. Sure. I think that a couple things. He, um, first of all, it's not terribly uncommon for there to be a bit of a lag between the, the agreement and the actual announcement. Uh, usually that is to, to review the medical records. There was time, obviously, between Justin Verlander's agreement. He was just announced uh, a couple days ago, Aaron Judge, yesterday. So this is not unexpected that there would be some time in between. Um, I, I think that my understanding, what I was told today by a source close to the negotiations, was that there was an issue with a, a foot injury that he had sustained in the minor leagues, that, they, that, that the Giants doctors believed there was some concern about, about that injury and what it could portend for the future. Now, part of this conversation is, of course, the insurance angle, because a, a contract of this magnitude is typically insured. There are at times exclusions from insurance policies where if an uh, if an underwriter looks at the, the the underlying information and says well we've got a a knee that was troublesome theoretically in a different case or an ankle or an elbow that they can sometimes exclude that from the policy that has happened i think honestly jason once once the giants came back and said we've got some concerns we can't go forward with the deal on these terms i think that that Scott Boris and Carlos Correa said, wait a minute, the Mets got involved late. Steve Cohen will spend anything to bring in any superstar. Uh, before we do anything else, my next phone call is Steve Cohen. And once, once Cohen was engaged, I think the Giants missed their opportunity. Sometimes if, if you've got uh, – if, if a team – for example, if the Giants thought he had no other choice out there, and, and they wanted to play hardball and say, listen, we don't think that, that you're worth X. We, we think we, we have to drop the offer by $100 million, whatever it is. I'm just saying that, you know, just to, to give you a number. Then, then if they felt like they were in a favorable negotiating position, then, yeah, sure, go ahead and try that. But if, that was, if their intention was to, to raise a fairly technical issue and try to save tens of millions of dollars in the process because they felt like Correa didn't have another good option – they badly misread the market because, again, Cohen was out there. Everybody knew that he was interested. He said it on the record like four days ago. So I, I just think it's, it's a case of Scott Boris knowing what to do, uh, knowing who to call. He had just negotiated the, the Brandon Nimmo deal with Steve Cohen several days prior. So uh, yeah, I think everybody has to realize now that if you've got a superstar out there, the, the, your job as an agent on day one is to call Steve Cohen. That's your job. <laughs> because either he's going to sign him or his presence is going to bid up the price. I mean, this, the, the, the ramifications of not just this deal, but what Steve Cohen has done all winter are going to be felt for years, and they're going to be very expensive because now he's the looming specter of, oh, well, you never know. We, we, can, we can call Steve Cohen just, just, just in case. If you don't up your offer right now, this could be about a starting pitcher in five years. But as long as Steve Cohen's owning the, the New York Mets, then really a lot of GMs and a lot of owners are not going to be able to fully 
sleep uh, sleep soundly whenever they're in the midst of a negotiation because every agent in the sport now knows exactly what they're supposed to do. So is it too early for you to start thinking about predictions for next year? And would you say, oh, Mets are not only going to win the NL East, they're going to win it by double digits, they're going to win 110 games or more, that type of thing? I thought you were going to ask if I think they're going to get Otani as well next winter. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah, they will. They will. Stay tuned. Yeah, Otani's which coming. I don't, which, by the way, I don't. I don't think they will. I think he's going to be a Dodger, but we'll we'll, we'll revisit that in November of 2023. Um, Steve Cohen may buy the Dodgers by then. He could own the Dodgers too. That could happen. Why too. not? It's it's like yeah. it's like one of those uh, systems in, in European <laughs> soccer where you see sometimes owners having multiple uh, holdings there. So, uh, but I I'll say this, I. I believe that the Mets are the most talented team. I think Verlander is a more durable pitcher than DeGrom. Uh, I, I do believe they'll win the National League East. I, I don't think that's a that's obviously not exactly a, a risky prediction at this point. The, the Phillies are still really good. Um, the Braves are still really good. Uh, I, I just think that collectively, including the, the, the retain, retention of Edwin Diaz and other moves they've made, they just have the most depth right now. And they're even in a situation, I saw a report tonight, that they could trade James McCann. Mm-hmm. Carl Carrasco's name has been out there for a while as a possible trade candidate. So they've got so much depth right now, guys, that they are in a really good spot. They've got an excellent manager in Buck Showalter. So um, I'd be hard-pressed. I'll put it this way. I'd be hard-pressed to pick someone else to win the National League East right now after seeing all the Mets have achieved already this offseason. Hey, look, they'll still go out and get Dansby Swanson to play second base. I mean, we'll just, yeah, we'll just keep moving not? guys just around. Why not? Deal with the, with the Cubs. Make, <laughs> get on the phone. I mean, really, there is, guys, there is nothing that we can put past Steve Cohen at this stage, which is a, a fairly remarkable thing to say. Mm. Oh, and look, I, I'm sorry, JP. Now he actually owns the state of Michigan. So your he entire stadium, well, yes, hey, he bought Michigan. He's, he's, he's buying this stock at a, at a high water mark. The Lions, <laughs> the Lions look unbeatable. Michigan's going to play in the national semifinal. Michigan's women's basketball team, a huge win over North Carolina. Uh, guys, this is this is the time to be in Michigan. I think. Oh, this is. I'm telling you, my wife is. She is over the moon with how well Michigan is playing, and she's she's nervous about the TCU game, but she's excited. She's cursing a lot more the last few days, so I could tell she's ready for the semifinal game. She's in form. I love it. Yeah. Very good. We'll tell her uh, that we send our best wishes, and, and, and we can't wait as well for this. I mean, honestly, what a what a great time of year for sports. We've already now crowned the Mets as the World Series champions uh, before the college football season is even done. Mm. You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio Insider. JP, happy holidays. We'll talk to you soon. Unless when the Mets get Aaron Judge later on tonight, we'll call you back. <laughs> Call me back. I'll right. be awake, my friend. Very you call good, me right? anytime, okay? <laughs> Happy holidays, guys. Always love catching up. See you, buddy. Oh, there goes John Paul Morosi. Outstanding stuff from him, as always. Uh, there are the Mets, the most talented team in Major League Baseball, NL East champion. Steve, I wish the season started tomorrow. I'm so excited. It's honestly, how can you not say that sentence, NL East champions, oh. before one pitch has been thrown well, in a division that has the pennant winner and a 100-win team in the Phillies and in the Braves. Yeah. I think you can say this already. Yeah, they're irrelevant. And it's not just this signing. No. It's they're everything good else. anyway. Look at, look at the bullpen, not just mm-hmm. the closer. I mean, look at the starting rotation. We're just going to keep The buy- lineup. We're going to keep buying players till that World Series trophy says Mets. They already won <laughs> over 100 games last year. Yeah. We're coming for you. 
The Mets are coming for you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy holidays, you filthy animals. Hey, Steve. The Mets made a call at midnight to Hawaii to Scott Boris. They said the deal fell through with the Giants, and if you got $300 million, he could become a Met right now, and we'll have a great press conference. We don't need to see a doctor. We'll just sign, and right now the hour, we'll make the announcement. We have Okay, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> wow. The Jason Smith Show, Steve For those Sager. of you in the audience <laughs> sick of Jason talking about his teams, well, maybe you could just come back tomorrow. Oh, wait, the Jets are playing tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, night. I get Speaking to watch losing, the, end, yeah. the end of the Jets season tomorrow night. It's going to be awesome. Speaking of losers. But I'm okay with that because, listen, 
The Jets will play tomorrow night. They'll find a way. to. It'll be just like the Lions game on Sunday. The defense will play great, and the offense will stink enough, and they'll lose. And since it's my last show of the year, I can go on vacation and have no stress, Steve. I can have no stress. I don't have to worry about the Jets. and where I could go on vacation and do my whole thing. I don't have to worry about it. Wait, you, Jets, want, yeah. you want to be put out of your misery tomorrow. Oh, no. What I'm saying is it's a win-win situation. If the Jets win, hey, they win. They're still in it. They're 8-7. and seven. All right. Still going on. But if they lose, it's over. I have to worry about it. You know what else you don't have to stress? What's that? When you get back from vacation. <laughs> they won't be relevant either. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, well, that that could happen if they lose tomorrow. Could night. yeah, we we'll lose tomorrow night. No, it uh, will, will happen. The Jason Smith Show with Steve Desager in from Mike Harmon. Now there's another big football story today, as uh, you probably saw that. Well. <laughs> The Colts have decided to make a change in quarterback. Uh, just a few days after blowing the largest lead in NFL history, Matt Ryan, again, the author of another big lead collapse to go along with the Super Bowl, uh, Nick Foles is now going to start, hopefully, as far as Jeff Saturday says, for the rest of the season for the Colts. Well, Jonathan Taylor is not. Yes. This is how the career of Matt Ryan is going to end, getting benched for Nick Foles. This Again, is how it's going to end. Second yes. benching this year. I right? mean, it, look, I know that there are two schools of thought on Jeff Saturday. There's the school of thought that, hey, this guy could really be a good head coach, give him a chance. Those number of people are dwindling rapidly by the day. And then there's a school of thought that, oh, my God, what a train wreck. This guy needs to be fired. i got to get rid of him right away. I have a foot in both camps, Steve DeSager, because Let's hear it. I want him to keep this job because he has made the Colts must-see TV. It's not good for the Colts and Colts fans, but but for the 99% of other NFL fans, every week is something else. It's either something incredibly positive. Hey, in the first game, we beat the Raiders. Oh, how embarrassing for the Raiders. It's almost going to get Josh McDaniels fired. Or almost beat the Eagles right yeah. after that. Oh, it's almost that, and then it's, oh, we really blew it, not using our timeouts in the game, and I walked back uh, my explanation after the game the next day, and now I I was the head coach of a team that's blown the biggest lead in NFL history. No, no, no. He's got to keep his job. He makes it more interesting. It wasn't uh, just that, that they were down or, or up 33 nothing at the half last weekend at loss. Remember right before that, the game at Dallas, they got outscored 33 nothing just in the fourth quarter. Yeah. This is all in the same. This is back-to-back games separated by a bye week. Yes, it's been entertaining. Oh, he, he is must-see TV. And I'm always someone, I love storylines, I love the addition of it, and he has made the Colts something that is, oh, i got to see what's going on with this team. I can't wait. This is Jeff Sack. Here's a guy, because everybody gets the story. He's someone that came from TV with no experience, and here he is, what's going on, and you can question the big things, right? You don't need to be an NFL coach to know that, boy, you blew the biggest lead in NFL history. You don't need to be an NFL coach to know, man, he's another guy that doesn't know how to use his timeouts at the end of a game. And he has cut through, and he has become that guy win or lose and I don't know what I'm rooting for when I'm watching the Colts I just know that I'm going to see a show so yeah I want Jeff Saturday yes I don't think he's a good head coach I don't think he's ready I think we've seen that but at the same time boy it's kind of fun watching the Colts run that Ted Lasso thing up and down and up and down every single week you know how the NFL flexes in one final game on the last Sunday night of the season 
I want them to flex in Colts versus Texans for the final game. It's a chance to see Saturday's team again and the entertainment, and maybe you'll be clinching a number one draft choice with the Texans. There's all sorts of storylines here, people. Forget the playoffs. Let's get Colts-Texans on the last Sunday night. You don't know what you could see. You could see you could see something else completely different. You could, you could, you could see the lowest scoring game in NFL history. Final score, 4-2. Well, how did that happen? Four to <laughs> anything is possible with Jeff Saturday. I mean, there he has become must see TV. He has turned the Colts from a team that hey, we paid attention to him when Peyton Manning was there and Andrew Luck was there, but really in the pantheon of teams that that move the needle in the NFL, the Colts aren't up there. But now they are because hey, no matter what it is, I got to see what's going on. I got to because I'll tell you, all my friends that I've talked to, we talk NFL every week and talk to different teams everywhere else. Outside of when when we talk about our, our, our favorite teams, Jeff Saturday is the first or second topic that's brought up right mm-hmm. afterwards. It's always a, hey, did you see the Cowboys? Oh, they blew that game Sunday against the, yeah, the Cowboys. Man, how about that Colts game? How about the how about Jeff Saturday? And it's a big conversation. He has done that. So that's why I hope he keeps his job. And Monday night, it's Nick Foles against the Chargers. And after what happened last weekend with the Patriots and the way they lost and the Dolphins lost and the Jets and suddenly the Chargers sur- surge into playoff spots. So it's Nick Foles against a team that might be a postseason team on Monday. And here's how it's going to end. It's going to end with Nick Foles scoring on fourth down on the Philly special. And that's how they're, they're going to beat the Chargers, and that's how the game ends. Does Jeff Saturday know that play? <laughs> I actually sent the play into him. He's going to use it. It's, oh, okay. it's all good. Uh, we got more big stuff out of the NFL, and why everybody is mad at Steve DeSager. No. That's next on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.